0: You're tuned in to the It's Real podcast with your hosts, Kayla Callender and Andrew Yagi. Each week, we'll talk about what happens behind the scenes working full-time in real estate and share with you real-life stories, our successes, and failures as we work to help consumers and industry professionals reach their real estate and real-life goals. Here we go. Episode ten of the It's Real Podcast. Uh, welcome. I'm Andrew Yeaggy, and I'm a real estate agent.
1: Hi, I'm Kayla Calendar, and I'm a mortgage loan officer.
0: Kayla, long time no see. People were probably wondering. I think, what did we take a, a week or so hiatus? And yeah, a little bit. Probably thought we we fell by the wayside, but we're back.
1: They may have thought we gave up on the podcast, but we have not. We are still providing valuable, relevant content.
0: <laughs> Absolutely. And uh, speaking of that, Kayla, and you know, part of the reason, like. You know, we we try to be really intentional about scheduling this out, but things have been really busy in the real estate realm.
1: Mm-hmm. How do you know yeah.
0: What's been going on with you?
1: Well, I always say the warm weather brings you know more borrowers. It's like people get out of their homes. You know, in in Fargo, North Dakota, here we have the parade of homes that's coming up this weekend, and so in anticipation for that. We have the magazines for the Parade of Homes that come out. We're having uh, many different, uh, you know, whether it's lenders and banks and builders advertising, kind of creating this buzz for people to get out, go see homes, but most importantly, get approved before you find your dream home. So I have been personally busy um, with a few recordings and videos for some home builders and for uh, the local parade, but also getting people approved before they they find that dream home so it's it's really picked up
0: yeah yeah about I'll, you? yeah i'll definitely echo that i mean the uh the real estate um you know for for us as agents things have really come alive um you know my business focused more on listing homes uh, we do work with plenty of buyers as well but really have been listing quite a number of homes um and and just uh you know life, life circumstances have a way of of changing. So there are a lot of people that are looking to make moves for various reasons. So we're just kind of trying to help them um, reach their realistic goals. And, and you know, I, I heard someone not long ago say that, boy, the market this spring is going to be like it was two years ago to a lesser degree. I mean, a lot of activity, but rates are obviously higher. So that's obviously going to put a little bit of a damper on, um, you know, on, on competition and what someone's able to pay. So are you
1: still seeing, uh, or I should say, are you currently seeing um, bidding wars at all competition as you know things have gotten busier are you seeing it's not as competitive as
0: yeah so I, I will say if a home is very desirable and it's appropriately priced yeah we're seeing quite a number of offers on homes you know I have had anywhere from you know anywhere from you know a single offer on a home you know and maybe a more rural community to you know, yeah. even in not not much more of a populated community, three offers. I've had five offers on some, and so not paying quite as much over like in my community two years ago. Mm-hmm. People were paying twenty to thirty thousand over on an average two yeah. to three hundred thousand dollar house. You know, you might get something at asking price um, this time around. Uh, I've seen as high as seventeen thousand over on an average home. Mm-hmm. So it just really depends on on who wants it and how bad they want it, Kayla.
1: Right. Absolutely. And where it's priced, too, whether it's priced appropriately and and if they're not seeing a lot of traffic or the, you know, giving seller concessions. So I'm seeing it kind of um, on both ends. I'm seeing competition, I've had some people lose out, but I'm also seeing no offers and some seller concessions. So it's kind of a mix depending on price point.
0: Yeah, I think you're you're spot on. So obviously you've been busy, Kayla. How are how are you finding balance?
1: <laughs> oh, Valence, such a precious word. You know, I had a conversation with a friend um, in the business this morning, Andy, and we were talking about how I think in this in this market, it's been really hard, right? You're kind of seen as somewhat of a commodity in real estate and lending. And so some of the people have leaned away. And some of us, where I'm, I guess I'm speaking on your behalf too, we're, we've really leaned in We're doing whatever we can to fine tune, to improve our systems, our our efficiencies. But we've also really just kind of leaned in so much that we have so much on our plates, right? Mm -hmm. We want to prove our value and make sure that our clients are taken care of. It's a harder market. Uh, For me, one thing that I've recently just done is I've stepped back from booking a lot of one-on-ones to maybe do one-to-many's to to allow myself the ability to kind of just have more Kayla time because I know that the more time that I have to reflect and and be a better version of myself, that makes me a better lender, wife, dog, mom, everything. So I've kind of taken a step back from um, some meetings and Mm -hmm. I've really challenged myself to take some time off, um, especially as it warms up to just kind of press. Are you kind of feeling that too, Andy, where you, it's so much all of a sudden and then like, I'm going to take care of Andy.
0: Yep. Things, yeah. You're spot on. And in fact, it's funny you mentioned that because well, you know, not only is Real Estate getting busy, I mean, this is my, you know, starting my my third year in real estate. Our business is really growing immensely. There are a lot of people that are coming to us, um, you know, just especially for our marketing and, and video and a lot of things that we're doing. But with that, too, my family's been growing. We had, you know, a new Three months ago, my wife went back to work last week. We're actually for daycare for her, kind of punting for seven weeks because um, you know our our uh, daycare uh, provider doesn't have a spot for her at this point. So, you know, it's uh, just a lot of other pressures, and then I'm you know busy with a lot of flying activities and other things. So, I've actually you know cut back quite a bit. There's a lot. I'm I'm very heavy like you, Kayla, on personal and professional development. And I've, you know, hit pause on all of that, even, you know, some music lessons I've taken, and really just trying to find more time, you know, for family and, and for me, because it, it is getting overwhelming.
1: You know, I listened to an Ed My Life podcast yesterday. And sometimes our brains kind of go, what's next? What's next? And yeah. I think, you know, that's taught from a young age, kindergarten, first grade, second grade, through college, you know, and as people that want to continue to advance, sometimes we're seeing that finish line keeps moving, right? That's what Ed was saying is it keeps moving and you can never catch it and you're adding more and what's next, where sometimes it's okay to just keep the finish line for where you're at, hit that, and then restart, be thankful, be grateful, because in our world, there's no caps, there's no, you know, the sky's the limit, but at some point that can cause serious burnout. And you're never going to achieve everything. And Andy, I'm sure you're, um, you know, sprinkled with constant coaching opportunities. Or you know, now go get listings here. Or uh, maybe you should, you know, do more flying so that you can, you know, go here and there and everywhere. But at some point, we have to be very thankful for what we have and say, okay, after this finish line, let's just take a breather. That's kind of how that that hit me differently when I heard that.
0: Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. And I think, you know, for, for high achievers and, you know, people like us who are people pleasers, I mean, we want to help everybody reach their goals, but you know, it's so easy to, in that pursuit, you know, forget about, you know, the things that are important to you, you, your family and, and, and everything else. So uh, I'm, I'm glad we're on the same page, Kayla. And, always sorry, uh, Andy. <laughs> Absolutely. So, well, well, Kayla, I want to jump into kind of the topic of our show, Mm -hmm. um, you know, today. And that just kind of talks about there's been a lot of of discussion out there. Um, You know, people saw, I know for sure on Fox News, I don't know where else, but just kind of Mm -hmm. talking about, you know, all of a sudden that those who have good credit that the government or Joe Biden put out information that says, if you have good credit, you're going to get penalized. In fact, if I Google it, I mean, there are tons of articles out here just talking about, Hey, if you've got good credit, you're going to face penalties. And those that have bad credit are getting benefits, whether in the news tab or, um, you know, why it's going to cost you more money If you have good credit and uh, Kayla, people are losing their minds. In fact, didn't I see you make a video, uh, you know, kind of laying out the facts about this the other day?
1: Yeah, you know, I made a quick video that, you know, there is some truth to this, Andy. There is. But the way that the headlines are reading, it's causing panic. It's causing misinformation Uh, because the headlines that you're seeing are good credit borrowers are the ones getting penalized. What does that mean to the consumer? It feels like if you have good credit, you're going to get a worse rate than someone with a lower credit score. How dare Joe Biden? How? Well, in reality, that's not true. Um, And a lot of people were saying, okay, it's starting May 1st. So there's some truth to that too. This has actually been something that's been in place since March. And it's for loans closed and delivered to Fannie and Freddie as of May 1st. So, this means these loans would have had to cl- to have closed April 25th or 26th, meaning that any loans closing after the first. So if you are um, purchasing a home and you locked in your rate, you know, April 1st, those were in place. Mm-hmm. So it feels to me like um, it's causing some chaos and maybe it's on purpose. But um, one of the things that we have here is the mortgage news daily. I love that website. It's something that I subscribe to Uh, to stay on top of things as a mortgage lender. This is probably one of 25 things I get. Um, But this is an article that came out um, in April that says, is there really a new unfair mortgage tax on those with high credit? So what? And just like we said, it even says in here seemingly overnight, it's an unfair um, tax on those with good credit. Mm -hmm. So, you know, before people start ruining their credit to get a better interest rate, please stop. Please don't do that. Um, that is not the case. So, if- uh, so,
0: so you mean I I, I shouldn't have uh, sent my wife on a shopping spree and invited her to open a bunch of new cards and and order that new Peloton?
1: Well, you know, if she's paying her bills on time and she's not maxing out her credit cards, it might actually be helping establish credit. So, tell me <laughs> she's okay with her new Peloton equipment. In fact, I encourage it. <laughs> um, I've seen you have both now: the treadmill and the bike. Yeah. <laughs> Um, But, you know, Andy, if you scroll down here a little bit, um, I want to point out a few things on this. Um, There should be a chart here. So if you write there, it says purchase loans, change versus previous. A reminder, this is not FHA, USDA. It's not VA. This is conforming. So this is not applying to everybody even because we all know that there's multiple programs out there, right? So this is for loans delivered to Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac. So if you look at those purchase loans, change versus previous loan level pricing adjustments, that's what LLPA means. So do you see right now, it's showing um, the chart, kind of some red and some green there?
0: Yep, I see that.
1: So you'll see that in those areas, the new changes, red means it's getting worse for those. You'll see the credit scores on the left and the down payment or the loan to value um, at the top. So do you see, let's take, for example, um, if you had a 760 FICO and you were putting, let's just look at um, 10% uh, plus down. It's, it's right oh, around a quarter right here. Yeah. So right in there, um, five, you know, a little over five to, you know, 9.99 down a quarter of a hit. You will see now with the new changes, but do you see, if you go all the way down, you'll see, you're actually going to get a little bit of a credit compared to the current pricing. This is not in relation to each other. This is just saying, if you have a 660 score, your pricing is going to get a little better. But what we're not seeing, what the media is not showing is that exactly, Andy, you scroll down. If you look at that, you're going to get a half of a hit. But I'm sorry, if you've got a 640 score, do you see 1.875 down there? That's not better than a half. So we're seeing that it's become a little bit of a hit to those with good credit compared to where it used to be. But we're also seeing those with worse credit. It's a little bit better. But in relation to the two, you are not getting a better rate if you're having a low credit score.
0: So huh. So Kayla, let, let me ask, why 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 is this being done? Why are, are Fanny and Freddie doing this in the first place?
1: So essentially to make it a little easier for those that potentially couldn't get a loan before you know, more affordability, the ability to buy a home if you had a little bit worse credit. Essentially, that's it. Um, the biggest takeaway from this is that one, it's already in place, but two, make sure you're working with a lender that's going to run options because Andy, do you see if you put you know 5% down at the very top right there? Do you see that versus if you put 25% down? Wow. you know Your lender might be able to educate you. That's what I do is let's put 5% down. Let's get you a better rate. And then maybe... We do a recast where you put more down later and we re-amortize it but essentially it is more important now than ever to have a lender that's running different options and to not assume the more you put down the better the rate
0: sure absolutely no that, that that does make a lot of sense and again we preach it all the time kayla you know, kind of the importance of relationships and, you know, just making sure that you have people that are good in your corner that are really knowledgeable. I've, uh, you know, I've, I've worked on a transaction this year, Kayla, and um, I, I had a lender, you know, kind of reach out and and say, Andrew, why, why are the buyers doing a home inspection? Um, Why, why is that even necessary? You know, we're going to have the appraisal and that'll be the inspection. And so I had done, and it was a lender in a a fairly rural area who's pretty new to the business. (laughs) Took some time to educate, but I'm like, boy, it's so important for buyers to do a a third-party home inspection just to see if there are any showstoppers and to kind of know what they're getting into. Which you know we'll talk more about that maybe on another episode. But um, but it just that just kind of drives home your point of you know making sure that you have. Good, knowledgeable, experienced advisors in your court mm-hmm. because you know I, I know like to be a real estate agent the barriers to entry are pretty low. I mm-hmm. thought it was a little bit higher to be a lender, but I, I learned that it turns out it it really isn't.
1: Scott, no, and I think you're you're so spot on, Andy. Because if you just say, "Hey, my cousin got this rate, why don't I have this rate?" Well, first and foremost, if we're looking at these rates today. Um, the conforming, that's one program. That's one option versus all the other other government loans. This doesn't even impact uh, down payment assistance like North Dakota housing or Minnesota housing. So just depending upon what programs you're doing as a consumer, do not just hear a rate in your head and think, oh, well, why don't I have that? Because you don't know if your cousin or your niece or your sister is paying, you know, three points. So let's just say five grand for their rate, And so that's why when you are working with a lender, get a pricing grid, get a loan estimate, because then you're going to see your true costs. And to your statement, make sure you're working with people that really understand what they're doing, because, Andy, I'm sorry, if a client wants to get a home inspection, amen, because that is totally different than an appraisal.
0: Yep, absolutely, and and again, you know, there just there is a lot of confusion, and you know, and and it's really easy for us as individuals who work in this, you know, sometimes to forget that, you know, not everyone has a lot of experience. I mean, we're obviously both lucky to, you know, have clients that you know have have made multiple purchases or sales with us. You know, those clients are great; they know the ropes. It's really easy, um, but there are a lot of people that. Don't have a lot of knowledge, which I one of the joys I get from this as well is working with those first time home buyers, working with those first time investors, those people that you know they they they, they know where they want to be, they just don't quite know how to get there.
1: So. Well, and even the seasoned buyers, you know, there's no shame in asking questions or not knowing. Mm-hmm. We as lenders, we as you know, realtors. We have things change constantly in our business. In fact, when these adjustments, these LLPAs came out, we were all, you know, what does this mean? How does this impact us? Because there's so much flurry and so many headlines. And if you're on TikTok or Instagram or Lemonade or Snapchat, you are seeing things constantly there. And then people take that just like the 40 year loan, which does not exist for an FHA purchase. We're gonna put that out there. really hard not to latch onto that and share and then people share and they see so again the importance of relationships Andy find someone that has experience and if they don't know the answer they're gonna get it for you
0: absolutely yeah. well said Kayla well I, I think you've done a good job of kind of laying out you know information and, and kind of you know adding perspective you know to mm-hmm. these um, you know mortgage changes so to speak um, of course if anyone does have additional questions, welcome to reach out to you, Kayla, or, or to me as well. You'll do a more eloquent job of, of kind of laying it out, but but kind of the long and the short and in layman's terms, um, this is not something that should be feared.
1: No, it should not. And if you're working with the, the right people that can just walk you through it and your options, you'll be good as gold.
0: Wonderful. Well, Kayla, thanks for joining me. It's been, uh, been good after our little hiatus to reconnect. Uh, have a great week.
1: I will if you will.
0: Yep, we'll see you you oh.